Hi, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from uh, the Blackwater Siren on the south side of Jim Fish Creek. I'm here with Bill Wissinger. Hi, how y'all doing today? Uh, the Blackwater Siren here in Key Largo has a great happy hour specials from Monday to Friday, 3 to 6. Uh, delicious menu, friendly staff, and a beautiful setting. What could you ask for more? And then uh, since he has his beer up, they do have a $2 uh, Bud Light and Bud Bottles all the Happiness. time. All the time. And they have the regular happy hour, 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. Can't do that. They do you cook your catch and all that stuff. Yep. And you have great uh, people here. Was uh, Today we had Jim and Ingrid. Uh, Chris, you'll be back. Uh, Kelly's coming in a little later and Phil. There you go. Uh, I think maybe Michelle. Uh, we have a good old time here, I think. We do. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we don't have our compadre with us, Luke. He's out driving right now, I guess. He's ferrying people around in the cab. He is. But uh, we'll have uh, we have a a, a bit coming up. Uh, what Beatles song? Oh no, it's "Baby Can You Drive My Car." I thought they had a taxi. That song. is a Beatles song. Yeah, I know. I thought they had a taxi song too. I don't remember. I think though. you're thinking of a Harry Shapin song. I get so high when I'm stoned. <laughs> Here I'm flying in my taxi. Yeah, good. Getting <laughs> tips. And getting stoned. What uh, Luke is not getting stoned. No, he's not getting stoned. You know, it's while he's enough. He's not stoned while he's driving the car. No, he is not. He is uh, among many, many of the taxi drivers I've met in South Florida. He's one of the most sober ones. While he's, <laughs> he's unique in that. Yeah, he is. He he gets high plenty of times. He doesn't need to uh, partake. Not, not, not that cab company, but another cab company. I called him one night from the crib. It's three o'clock in the morning. I'm pretty lit up, and the guy. Yeah. Phone rings. The guy sitting next to me answers. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, taxi." I'm like, "Yeah, okay. I'm hanging up. I won't take my chances." <laughs> oh, really? You were sitting at the bar next to you? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, How long yeah. ago was this? Uh, three, four years ago. Wow. I was laughing so damn what, what hard. Was that, what was that? Uh, there was a. Um, every so often, people get the really fucking brilliant idea of opening a business in their keys because they think it's underserved. And remember the Sunshine Taxi Company. Yeah, they've got bought all those expensive hybrid cars, yeah. and they were around what six months. Never answered their phone. I mean, anytime you get a call, never answer their phone. I guess they couldn't get a driver. Drivers, <laughs> if you can't pay them, because well, no one's get- taking them. People just think if there's a lack of service, there's uh, an opportunity to. Uh, we're good. Did we get that? An opportunity to uh, make money. And they don't understand the market well enough. Yeah, well. yeah, they don't. It's very cyclical here, and right now uh, we're coming out of the. Um, we're coming out of slow season. We are. We I are. see it's it. It's starting to uh, start to pick up. Uh, yeah, the, the temperature. Once again, we always say this: the temperature's dropping down. It's getting good time. Um, uh, Luke's uh, getting busy. Our musicians are starting to get busy. Our bars. We had uh, this past Saturday. We had the witches ride. At the uh, catch, did you hear about yep. it? Yep, yep. Um, so the Witches Ride is a fundraiser for a scholarship fund. It's set up by um, local ladies in the community and stuff like that. But now it's actually getting to be. I, I predict in a couple of years it's going to be mo- much yeah. more co-ed. Yeah, it's a big it's a big thing. There's a bunch of guys that go along with the girls. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a lot more next year. They had over 320 resident uh, res- registrants and. Um, when uh, we opened a bar outside on that, that tiki bar, I was out there, 
and they were all over the place. The parking lot was full of bikes. I mean, what could go better than a little booze and bike riding, bike riding along a busy thoroughfare? You know, <laughs> at least there's a nice wide bicycle path. Yeah, yeah, I know there is, but you got it. There's a nice busy highway on a Saturday. You do afternoon. have to cross yes. that at some point. Yes, they do, and uh, luckily they did have a Monroe County Sheriff's uh, deputies there. Um, kind of interesting because it is a yeah no a vehicle. BUIs. You're on a vehicle, and you can get a DUI on a. But you pretty much got to be trying to get a DUI on a bicycle. Well, it happens is that down here in in, in the Keys, when you're riding at night, you got to have front and rear lights. Right, yeah, you can't be in the middle of US one laying down. No, no, you can't be. They yeah, you can't be. That. I mean, I see people. One, I've been walking down a bike path at night, and I had somebody almost hit me with a bike. No lights or anything like that. It didn't help that I had a couple drinks in me either. But I was walking, <laughs> so as much I thought I'd be prepared, and I thought since the vehicles. But you know, my major problem was in that whole thing the scenario. What was it? I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking I shouldn't have been thinking. I should have just realized any fucking thing can happen on the bike path. Yep. I was just reading in the newspaper today, um, and it did not happen down here, but it seemed like it could have happened down here, that a guy that was brought in for drug um, sales and um, it was drug charges, and I think it may have been St. Louis. I'm not exactly sure, but it was in the... I read it today online. He was being questioned by a detective, and when he was asked for his address, the guy lifted up his left leg while he was seated and just started farting like a motherfucker. There you go. And he kept on doing it. He, he kept on doing it. The detective had to call the interrogation off, but the guy Damn. ended up admitting. So whatever he did, if that was your defense or anti-interrogation technique, your ad- admission to guilt is uh, a refutation of the tactic. You just had a tactic that someone could have employed in the future. Yeah. And there and could be a... blew it, buddy. Some dude that, you know, like, you know, before I go out and sell drugs, this is what I do. I eat a shitload of black beans, some broccoli. What else can get you there? Some maybe cabbage. Slim Jims, cabbage, uh, drink some beer. And Beer, a cabbage. lot of it, you know, carbonation, suck that carbonation down. Then when you get sucked into that interrogation, you just put them through the ringer, too. They're trying to put the heat lamps on you. Yo, man. Make throw, that room hot. Some, They're going to have to sit. Throw some chili, chili peppers in there just so his eyes water some. Oh, my God. They start sweating it out. But then once you make the admission of guilt, I mean, all that effort goes down to two. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> Going down the tube. This episode, uh, episode, this is episode 120. It's called a an uh, epidemic, and uh, I think we got used to the news about. I think back in the 80s about STDs. I mean, you'd see that when I was in Philadelphia, I learned about almost all about the STDs yeah. on the subways. That was, oh, hell, the there's sub- a song. Uh, there's an old Tom Lehrer song about that. What about STDs? STDs. What? Paraphrase for me, my friend. Oh, uh, 
Kevin got it from Margie. Margie got it from Clyde. Clyde got it from da 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 da. da. It's funny as hell. If you if you've never heard Tom Lehrer, look him up in Tom Tom Laird. Tom Lehrer. L e h r e r. Oh, okay. He's like the guy Bill Maher. Yeah. He, okay, he did the uh, he did the periodic table song. Okay. Okay. I heard that one. Uh, so, uh, poisoning well, pigeons in the dark. The masochism tango. When, when I got out of high school and I was in college and I was riding the L and the subway in Philadelphia, they'd list on the, and they, above the seats, they had a place for advertising. You had lawyers, you had the um, advertisements for the monthly TransPass, and then they had well, it for there STDs. There's a big billboard right up in Florida City. Get your SD, STD test right when you got to the top. Yeah, but they didn't list, they, you, when you're driving by, you don't have a chance to read all the yeah, STDs. It was, right, it was right there by the stoplight. Uh, I, I, mean I know, but you don't have enough time to read all the STDs because you're driving by it. You've been, st- you're not been stuck at that stoplight at US One and Palm, have you? The one right before you. Get okay, on the well, I learned all about them before, but I remember the first one. I always uh, the one I go chlamydia, and it sounded like. Um, it sounded like clams group, and white sauce. No, it actually sound sounded like. One of the letters Jesus would write, uh, Jesus, uh, 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 letter to the chlamydians. To, to the chlamydians. <laughs> and uh, well, that'd the, be a good that'd fourth, be a good group to get the that fourth letter. letter from the apostle Peter to the chlamydians. <laughs> Y'all and he goes, "Thou shalt not, thou shalt put his sheath, his sword in a lambskin, a lamb uh, intestine, before piercing." Uh, or engaging in sex with an unknown female. And that would be, probably be the best one for chlamydians. But there's all sorts of new uh, epidemics. There's a new polio. Yeah, yep. that's a bunch of those crazy, we're not going to vaccinate people. Well, no, this is, not a, not, this is a, a different one, different sort. I agree with you on that. That's crazy that, um, that people say, well, there's no more polio anymore. Why should we vaccinate? The reason why... Polio was eradicated with vaccination, smallpox, and all that shit was uh, chickenpox and smallpox was eradicated because of uh, immunizations. And if you get your information from a former Playboy model slash comedian, um, (laughs) what's her name? The blonde. Um, She was super hot. Yeah, I know. Uh, Dumb as a Jenny McCarthy. Jenny Jenny McCarthy. And they go, uh, the comedian always, uh, one comedian says, "I, I. I don't know who it was. Um, oh, the, the Australian ones. He goes, okay, so you get your information from Jenny McCarthy because her kid has autism. Or people can say, what's wrong with your kid? Oh, it's Jenny McCarthy's kid. That's, <laughs> that's what's wrong with the kid. No, I hate this. That, I, that sounds mean-spirited. I apologize. And if you disagree with um, immunizations, then I apologize. You're part of the problem. Because science has eradicated a lot of these uh, diseases. That's the reason why our uh, children aren't dying before in, in masses uh, before they reach uh, out get outside of toddlerhood. Uh, they they used to die. You used to get a, like a fifty percent infant mortality before the age of five. Oh yeah. And now it's uh, the only thing you have to worry about now is um, car crashes and uh, some asshole coming in with an assault weapon to their school. There we go. That's the name of the song I was looking for. I got it from Agnes. 
I don't want to talk about that one. Abby's that's Abby's name. Well, that's that's the name of the song about Tom Lair. I got it from Agnes. I got it from Agnes. Well, okay. I'm not going to say it again, but I'm going to bring to light another one. I recent conversation I had during a bar, and I'll explain the whole gist of it. Uh, gist of it. I became aware of a new epidemic, and that until recently was overlooked and underreported. And it strikes at the heart of the gay community, the straight community, transgender communities, all these different communities alike here in South Florida and around the country. Um, it's really big among the uh, celibate groups you know celibate remain a virgin until you're married and all that stuff because of course they're they're way into um they're way into anal prior to marriage (laughs) technical Uh, versions so uh and in florida the south beach community has been hit especially heavily uh the stigma the carriers have is really an onerous one they once you get something uh it's called the medical name is Axilla gonorrhea, uh, commonly said to be armpit gonorrhea. (laughs) And it's transmitted by direct sexual contact between an armpit and the penis and vagina or certain straps used by weightlifters. Okay. You can get it just from that. And do you have a question? how, How could someone with a vagina spread it with an armpit? No, I'm... Pretty scissoring, much. scissoring. You never heard of scissoring? Yeah, no, I pretty much got where that's going to happen. But no, with the armpit. If you scissor with the yeah, armpit, yeah, yeah. Now that's a Southport phenomenon. But um, the penis inserted into the armpit does not have to be finished. It does not have to finish with an orgasm, and uh, and the same thing goes for the v- vagina using the scissoring technique. And certain, uh, it's the explosive use of. Certain off-brand deodorants increase the transmission of disease, as well as Axe body spray. So, uh, some of the clubby guys, the Cubans and Italian Americans, or it could be a Demer- an Irish Americans, they're they're susceptible to it. It uh, they get go. chafed skin under their armpits, and um, and patient zero can be traced to, um, you know, they always go to patient zero. We had it with a flight attendant in Quebec for uh, the uh, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Uh, here it's uh, an American big game trophy hunter who uh, rubbed their privates on a warthog in a game preserve in Tanzania. And he, <laughs> certain, and he happens well, to be a son of a sitting president. Um uh, well, it's one of the sons of a sitting president, since we can't examine. But the DNA points to it. It's Eric or Donald Jr. There you go. They're big game hunter. Um, unexplained aggression becoming vocally less uh, coherent and things like that. Uh, but that was uh, the armpit gonorrhea. I came up with that myself. Kind of figured. Well, well, the nose herpes, I came out with nose herpes and said, how do you get nose herpes? And they said, is it a herpes sore on the nose, which you can get. Okay. But I said that I told someone, when I told them about uh, armpit gonorrhea and nose herpes, I said that nose herpes, direct insertion of the nose into the vaginal. Motorboat, motorboat, vagina, motorboat. The vagina. No, not the motorboat yeah. because that doesn't trap. Those okay. things there, and the penis going up a nostril, 
And people, oh, they say it's a small penis. Do you ever see how far they put a plug in an ear? One of those big plugs, and yeah. they stretch it out? Well, you know, the human skin is very elastic. <laughs> you have people that were once thin become very heavy. Yeah. So um, if you see someone with a, a body dysmorphic, uh, an asymmetric nostril, <laughs> no, if they have an asymmetric nostril, they could be practicing unsafe penile insertion up their nose. They might well be. I mean, you don't see it as often with the, in the gay community because they have other orifices they prefer for first. But uh, there's so we got the nose herpes, the armpit gonorrhea. We have the the inner elbow chlamydia. Okay. Chlamydia is, uh, that is mainly from the, uh, it's called jackknifing. You heard jackknifing before? Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's a process where, uh, yeah. What? I mean, I, I got, I got the whole jackknifing. Do you know what jackknifing is? Yeah, no, no, but you say it and you. It's not hard. I to just made out. it up, and I'm just wondering where you got it from. Oh yeah, so now I, yeah. I just made jackknifing yeah, up. It's, it's not hard to figure out. They take the penis and they jackknife it into their uh, inner armpit. Oh well, that's good. That yeah. when they cause like an ejaculation, that's, a that's, forcible uh, uh, ejaculation into the inner elbow, right there. Yeah, like I said, not terribly hard to figure out. Oh, that's completely made up. Yeah, still. I mean, but there are rashes. I've, I did research afterwards. The rashes caused in the armpit by gonorrhea. And women, uh, they did a study. And after, after the fact of me creating these STDs, I did research. <laughs> and a rash is caused inside your armpit. And it causes your sweat glands to emit an unpleasant odor. And women have a tendency to not be attracted to odors. To men that have STDs, is that? There you go. Worse I mean, that's me. a biolog. That's an evolutionary development. Evolutionary development. Where, yeah, I think that's just red flag going up. Hey, yeah. If you if I smell, you smell like gonorrhea. I mean, like you can't tell. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Dressed to Kill? Mm, that's the one with Kirk Douglas. No, Dressed to Kill. No, that was. Um, are you talking about Some Like It Hot? No. Jurassic Hill was Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. And Angie Dickinson. And she dies right in the beginning. Hmm. And Karen Allen. It's a Brian De Palma movie from the early 80s, late 70s. And oh, there we go. We got an emergency vehicle going so north. heading north. Yep. Could be an accident or it could be uh, life in the keys. But I'll tell you, if you're going to get an STD... You know, what better place to get an STD <laughs> than the Florida Keys? And if there's going to be a new one, it's going to be invented here by the conflagration of all the different people across the United <laughs> States and from around the world. You there can you get go. it in Key West. You can get it from Marathon. You can get it from Isle Morada. And then whenever you come and say, um, you can proudly say I have, um, what is it? What do we want to go with? What's the best one? Uh, armpit gonorrhea. Where did you get the armpit gonorrhea? I got Key it West. in Key West during Fantasy Fest. And this week is Fantasy it Fest. Is Fantasy Fest. It's funny that we mentioned that. And I wasn't thinking about that when I thought about those social diseases. 
I've seen pictures. You've seen pictures of Fantasy Fest. And what it is, once again, it's body paint, a lot of body paint. There was a, a lot of naked people who shouldn't be naked. A very um, large transgendered woman who wanted, uh, when I was in AA, and she wanted to go down there. I think she may have gone there, there, and she had a baby of a fetus in her belly. Hit her, his belly. Uh, and it, you know, it's funny. She always looked really like 12 months pregnant, the way that was. And I remember she would always confide in me. I just can't get anybody to have sex with. And I'll tell you, once again, Will. some of the most untra- unattractive men decide to become women. And when a very unattractive man decides to be become a woman probably going to be an ugly woman too. Oh, very it's a magnitude is a exasperated i hate to say it by uh uh several fo- folds now of going the other way i don't know if it works i mean sometimes i imagine an unattractive woman could come become a, a somewhat attractive man yeah maybe or medium but i think uh the the switch to masculine doesn't gentle your condition <laughs> I think that's Shakespearean in, in nature, but it could be. Yeah. So you go down to Key West, and it started this week. It started yesterday, and there's all body paints. There's festivities going. Yesterday was, or Sunday was, the zombie ride. We had the witches ride. There was a lot of sexy, beautiful witches at this uh, event. There you go. Um, the uh, zombie ride, I'm sure it's the same way, if, you know, and we, we did do an episode before. There is a certain yeah, segment of society that, whole, that likes zombie, zombie porn. Yeah, they get, they get very excited by it. My friend, my friend Tony Allen, he's in a um, Entropia Universe. And Entropia Universe, there's some guy that has these hot zombie women. Whether I don't know if that's necessarily. If someone eats flesh... I don't want them touching my flesh. Yeah. And that's not what I dream of, someone rending my flesh. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's bad enough when you get all scratched up. (laughs) Right? Clip those. And what what is that? What is that all about when you get all ripped up and you get all scratched up? Is it crazy women? Well, I know, and it's part of men too, whatever. I think it's a mark. It's like a brand. Like he says, listen, who did someone else did this to you? You you know, so I'm gonna leave. Hickeys, hickeys are the same way. Yep. You know, a hickey's like a, a, um, you might as well put a circle K corral on it or something like that. <laughs> mine, that's mine. mine. I, I gave my K. I'm Catherine. That's my K from a man. Give him a hickey. I mean, you might as well have a face tattoo. <laughs> you know. And I've had one or two before, just one, not a bunch of them. You can get one hickey, and, they, you know, it is kind of embarrassing to explain that stuff. You know, I put mine on their butt. <laughs> that's at least... Uh... I know. Well, you're going to show your butt, and that's where you're going to do it. But you can decide, just don't show your ass as much, you know. And it's only one woman I actually do that to. <laughs> it's the same woman. <laughs> Doing, but we're we're talking about Fantasy Fest. And last uh, year, I did a little research, look at pictures and stuff like that. And in in this studio, there was a an, a man. He was around my age, body painted. Now I didn't know if it was his dick that was out, but he's just standing there, 
and it looks like a bunch of people. It, it looks to be one of those open air studios along Duval or off Duval, one of the side streets. But people would meander through, and people would have their pictures taken, and there were studio quality pictures. And I don't know if the guy was using a prosthetic or his own. Who knows? But people were just walking up. And taking the thing that was appeared to be, or appeared not to be, his penis in their mouth, and get their picture taken oh, with good, it. Good for them. Yeah, and post it on the Facebook page. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to last long. I know. Well, I guess there was a lot. There's a lot of pictures that go out there, and it was just in there. It was like 50 different people, just randomly walking in. It wasn't. I wouldn't call it porn because it didn't look like to be any. And if it was fake, it certainly, I mean, I, I didn't get the whole idea behind it at all. Because if it's porn, you're doing, you're doing something, you know. But it could be art. It, it may be art. Uh, who's to say what art is art? I mean. Never know. This year they could have someone opening up an umbrella up someone's ass. Oh, you know, yeah. not all the way because, you know, that would be physically impossible. But you get the beginning in and kind of open it up. Yes, I can you see can. that. And there'd be the, you know, right at the crown of the umbrella. <laughs> you get it in there. And I guess the umbrella is still usable afterwards because the rain falls on that side. <laughs> and uh, um, I don't know if you know this, but last Thursday we did a show called Beehole Pleasures. I miss that. Yeah, Jen and I, Thursday night. There you go. And it was uh, light bulbs and keys and a knife. And it was all these um, x-rays of different things people had in their anal cavity. In their butt. Yeah, a knife. A bulb, I can understand. Mm, Yeah, no. No, no, not putting the bulb. I can understand why the bulb went to. See, see, this is the psychology behind it. And it sounds like I know a little too much about it. But I think about I, I'm very empathetic, right? <laughs> I'm very empathetic. I never had, thank God, I'm very empathetic, so I never thought about doing these things. But what happens, suction takes over. When someone puts something up and nature deplores a vacuum and you get a light bulb in there and then it starts going, whoop, going in there. And then your instinct is, well, that's a good idea. It feels good going in. But then you start thinking about what happens to a bulb when you have to pull it too hard. Yeah. What? Uh, no, no, what? no. What? What? No, what? No. Breaking, shattering. Yeah, no. You got to pull it harder because the sucking's occurring more, greater. I know Bill is making an excruciating Ugh. look on his face. But what someone decided that was a good idea. And then when it became a bad idea, it's when the pressure of it pulling became so great, the person's thinking of it, oh shit, I got to. There's no way. You know what? It's virtually impossible. You ever seen those eggs, the crust and egg in your hand with a close on? Same thing. But first of all, let me explain something. You should not be sticking things up there. That's the first Especially thing. You should not, not breakable be sticking things, things up there. Except, except for a thermometer that's firmly held. Ironically, there was no pictures of any thermometers. You know, because yeah. it's a straight thermometer. I think with, with the bowl, probably comes there out was pretty a, easy. There was a key, which I don't know what satisfaction you get from a key. 
Yeah, I mean, I someone know. was rat holing it, but it wasn't a key to a cell. It was a key to a cell door, um, a knife. Which I imagine that would be prison. That had to be prison. It was a, a knife. Yeah. I mean, unless they put the knife on their belly, or right here on their. I'm pointing. I'm putting a place above my pubic bone, into my lower abdomen. But it's a knife, and if you showed up in an X-ray with that, it would almost guarantee that it would show up like it looks like it's inside of you. Yeah. I don't know if it's fake or not. Maybe you have yeah, people fucking around with the X-ray. Could a be. Statue of Liberty, which. <laughs> I understand the hand hand part going up with the torch. Going. But the pedestal and the book. The book she's holding the big book. That would just rip you apart. Uh Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower, everything coming out is horrible that way. Um I'm just thinking about a horrible thing to pull out. A fork, not too bad. Go bad going in, all right coming out. Yeah, no. A fork? No, what? No, just no. I'm Bill. I'm not saying to do it. No. I'm just saying what would be. You got to be em- empathetic. You got to think about this stuff. What I'm saying is, Good, you can't. I'm not it. forgiving them for what they're doing. I'll let you I'm think not about accusing it. I prefer them. not to think about it. <laughs> How about a spear with sharp edges on the side? A wide yeah, spear. No, I think that's pretty painful. An arrowhead. Yeah, no. Um, a three-edged. Uh, a three-blade razor. No. Um, a toothbrush. Now, Bill said right there, he said, I oh, have a toothbrush. toothbrush. That's not too yeah, bad. Okay, toothbrush is not as bad. Um, well, you never see anybody with soap because soap would just dissolve eventually. You know? You'd have the cleanest a-hole in the world. <laughs> um, that's what they should do. That's what they should do, make it from. Yeah, soap. Soap and things that degrade into things Easily that detestable things. Holy shit. I wonder if there's anything like that. Did I just ruin our patent coming? Don't call Dave. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Don't call George Foreman. Remember the George Foreman thing? Like, hey, my friends say whenever there's an. I have an invention. Where do I take it to get it? Well, fuck you, George Foreman. The uh, soap uh, anal probe is my idea. You can make it like a soft soap, right? It would it would work like an enema, like a capsule. It dissolves, and once the 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 person that likes it up there, it dissolves. It cleans them out the other way. What do you think? Sorry, somebody beat you to it, man. It's there. You yeah. just checked it. Oh yeah, it's there. What is it called? Uh, let's see. Love plugs. You can leave it up there for an hour as the plug may start to dissolve. Fuck motherfucker. You, you think we should ask Sissy about that? If you want. No, no, I don't think so. That'd be inappropriate. Um, well, what do you think about the medicine? Oh, yeah, I've had my fair share of suppositories. No, no, I meant one like whatever they do to clean out. I've never had that done. Oh, so. colonic? Believe it. Yeah, colonic. Okay, see? Yeah, All this no. stuff. I heard about it and stuff like that. And you know what? I can see where it's important to have that done. I haven't had it done yet because I haven't had an issue to have it done. But I imagine. Eat roughage. No, but if someone, let's say they said, hey, you know, if you're, I want something shoved up my ass. 
And but I also need a colonic. And Career. you start out, you do the thing you want, right? Let's say it's a Friday night. Or your night's Thursday. My night's a Monday or a Tuesday, actually. I'm going to go and get some pizza, watch some uh, The Man in a High Castle, and then I'm going to take a Statue of Liberty-shaped device, shove it up my ass, wait there about six hours, and it turns into a clonic. There you go. There you go. A fun Tuesday night, and I took care of an issue I had to have done. Yeah, yeah, this okay. came up totally on the uh, on the show today. And you know what? If you do come up when you bring it to market, um, at least give me a little credit. I mean, you don't have to. Obviously, give me credit. You're going to have to pay me. I don't know. <laughs> if, I, if I set it here and we have a date on it. Yeah, I don't know. I think you'd have to submit drawings and actual physical I mean, you could put like a gel capsule around it. Like a Tylenol gel caplet. What do you think? Maybe. I don't know. A giant Tylenol. I, wait. Then when your wife says, sorry, sweetheart, I have a headache. And you go, don't worry, sweetheart. I have things that will take care of both of us right now. Well, actually, it won't take care of both of us. It'll take care of you both ways. There you go. There you go. You know, That's the old joke here. Here's two aspirin. Well, I don't have a headache. Great. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to have one. What were we looking at time-wise? Oh, we got, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes. 10 minutes? 35? 34. Oh, we're almost there then, man. I'm always, you know, with 34 minutes or 45 minutes, I think we're right there. We're uh, in the midst of um, of Halloween season, and then we're going to be going into Thanksgiving. Uh, if you do come down to the Keys, we're... we're um, yeah, I think the Key Billies are going to dress as Luke Glenn for Halloween. Well, you don't have to do anything different, do uh, other than put, like, a... Marijuana butt on your hat. We got to put a marijuana leaf on my hat. Oh, and uh, and wear a, cut a t-shirt. t-shirt. You wear a t-shirt because you you wear shirts. Yeah, yeah. I wear you a and cut. I. You know what's weird? Without the hat, you and I wear similar clothing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Bill and I have similar views, except for I don't know what. Ah, uh, maybe maybe you and I have some similar views too. I don't think Luke's views are any closer to mine either. But uh, we are coming. We're tomorrow. We're going to be coming to you from um, shipwrecks, and uh, we we are we're going to have a good time there. Yeah, I'm going to get that set up. I'm going to set up the um, the thing I talked to you about. I don't mean to be obtuse to you uh, listeners, but oh, and I also want to say thank you. We are having consistent listenership from Iran hey. and England and Germany. There we go. Uh, ich bin ein Berliner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to our Iranian ones, uh, what did I say? England. Um, would you like a spot of tea? Uh, <laughs> I know, badass uh, thing. But I mean, I can do. I, I got to practice my accents a little bit. I'll go better. for a bowl of mushy peas. What? I'll go for a bowl of mushy peas. Uh, by, uh, m- mushy peas uh, or boiled meat. Uh, we have our Canadians. We have our Philadelphians. McGeehan's Bar. Uh, um, Oh my God, the bar McGillens. We got McGeans. We got Pat. We got Heather. We got uh, the whole McGean family. Uh, what's that beautiful girl that bartends there? I forgot her. Oh man, we're gonna have to call her up. Maybe I'll do that a Thursday interview or something like that. We get yeah, Heather and um, a beauty in her own right. 
Um, we'll get all those people. And my buddy uh, Pat just turned 50 up there. Um, so you can take any of those ideas. Pat's an entrepreneur. He could bring that idea to market. There you go. Yeah. The uh, gel tabs wrapped around anal insertion devices that turn into medicine. You know, <laughs> things like that. You know? I think you'll be ready uh, for that. There'll be a whole thing. You do shooters. You could put something like uh, uh, coated, and it'd be like a vodka. Because people, they always, uh, uh, until recently I found out about that, people putting tampons in their rectum to uh, get drunk. I'll have another one. Uh, And I'm not inserting. I'm just drinking the beer. But uh, until recently, I've never heard about the the uh, alcohol-soaked tampons. And uh, why did I mention that with McGee's? All my Philadelphia listeners. And I know I have listeners up in Gainesville. I guess in Gainesville, I hope it's um, college students. And if it's, it, it's college uh, students, remember to practice safe sex. And don't follow my advice about the armpit gyria, uh, gonorrhea and all that stuff. you got to use condoms. Uh, remember this. I mean, this, it's heart-to-heart from Uncle Jim. you got to use condoms. Uh Wrap it up. Yeah, wrap yeah, wrap that. Put a cap on your Jimmy. There was a song called that. Are you telling me to wrap it up now? No. No, no, oh, no, no. No, no. <laughs> okay. Wrap up that Jimmy. Yes. Uh that that head on that. Uh I was talking about where our listeners from Gainesville. We got um Miami, uh, of course Miami, Key West. Key West, uh we uh, I don't know. I gotta talk about Key West. We got Irish Kevins, I gotta talk to them. Uh, they, we're going to be down there. We're getting bigger and bigger. You're going to have to talk to us eventually. Uh, if you, you don't have to, obviously you don't have to, if you don't want people outside your area. And remember, we're going to be fucking big in Iran. I mean, maybe we will, if they don't kill all our listeners over there. What do they do over there? Is it flogging? Uh, yeah. Once again, I mean, I sent on beheading. That, uh, beheading was like Saudi Arabia and Afghanistan, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Persians were pretty big on beheading, yeah. too. Okay. Don't get yourself fucking beheaded listening to this stuff. But, um, and once again, fucking North Korea. If you get that cheese eater over there, if any of you guys are programmers over there, I'm going to put in, um, I'm going to put Great Leader and North Korea in our hashtags. Hashtags into our hashtags. And... Uh, we'll see if we can get a bite from them. Um, can, maybe we can get Venezuela. I don't know if Venezuela doesn't have the technological know-how. Yeah, they probably There's do. some English speakers. Uh, there's a lot of English speakers in Venezuela. You got Maduro down there. Is he still alive? Have they killed him yet? Maduro's still alive. Okay. They had an attempt on him where they tried to bring a, um, a drone in during one of his uh, military reviews. Uh, so we got that. I covered Iran, Britain, Germany. Um, it would like to get. It would be nice to get that person. I think it probably was a friend traveling in Nepal. Uh, we don't have any listeners in Russia. No Ruskies. No fucking Damn. Russian. You know, Comrade Putin. There you go. Fuck you. Nah. I don't see him right in here on a bear with an AK. Bear chested. Bear chested on a bear with an AK. Yeah, you're getting big boobies, Vladimir. <laughs> I. You know what? I don't. I don't think he's a badass. I think I can kick his ass. I don't think he'd ever come in here by himself. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be a good one. We can get you guys doing. I would MMA love the fight. I would fight. love to fight Vladimir Putin hand to hand with his judo stuff and all that stuff. I'm sure he's a badass and stuff like that. But I think I'd overwhelm him with my my strength. 
<laughs> and my <laughs> surliness. Oh, wait. You'd va- you know what? I'm looking I'd at pay you. for that. I'm looking at you, and I'm fucking thinking you'd go for Vladimir. I would. I put my money on oh, Vladimir. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> you know what? That would definitely. You know what? He's not. You know why he wouldn't? He wouldn't be used to fighting someone that he couldn't beat. He's always yeah. someone that. It's always someone that has to lose. Think yeah. about it. Think of the last when he last thing he put on displays and stuff like that. Ever since he was in KGB. Right? Were you allowed to beat him? Mm, probably in sparring. No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. And you think King John? Oh, it's like trying to beat Kim Jong Un playing golf. You're going to be hitting that fucking shit in the water all day <laughs> if he does play golf or whatever, or eating cheese or anything like that. But once again, we are reached the end of our time with you. Um, I wanted to talk about um, the Keys Notary. Uh, it's a another endeavor I have. If you're coming down to the Keys and you want to get married, I want to put newlyweds or future engaged. If you're coming down, I'll give you a break. We'll do your weddings. We'll do, um, if you want to, if you allow us to do it on the air, Ooh. it'll be free. There you go. And I'll get a, I'll get a, I'll get a beverage and food package for you <laughs> and your wedding party up to four up to four people luke and i might even be willing to play at your reception and 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 luke and bill would play at your reception and they'll all be included and i will uh, pick up your bill and your liquor tab for a three-hour reception for you down here in uh beautiful key largo and once again i may extend it to key west if we do it down there and then as the show gets a little more notoriety i'll beef it up a little more maybe we can get up to 10 um, you'll have to supply right now the, uh, the tickets to get down here and your lodging, but I will certainly yeah, take we'll care. I'll take care of the natural, uh, the nuptials you pay for the license and I'll pay for the food and the beverages and, um, you'll have a good time. I just came up with that right now. I think it's going to be worthwhile yeah. to do that. And, uh, it doesn't matter, man, woman, 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 um, uh, man, man, we'll do it. Uh, we'll have a con. You know, we'll have a probably have to do a contest for that in 2019. There you go. 2069 and 2019. We'll call it <laughs> something like that. So 50 away from. Yeah, uh, 50 away. 50 pre anniversary yep. of 69 and 19. There you I'm go. I'm just full of shit man, and ideas. You're hopping today, man. I know. I came up with. It. I got to remember this so I can write it down. Sometimes I forget about it. <laughs> Uh, but then also we do legal courier work. If you have to go to the keys, notary.com or on Facebook, the keys notary. And I'm the keys bartender, Jim. Thank you for listening. I'm turning over to bill. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. Of course you can always find, uh, find me at, uh, was that Cody James and the key or on Facebook. Uh, we're always up there posting, posting weird stuff about where we're going to be and what we're going to be doing. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We'll be at uh, the Shipwrecks, and we'll have Luke with us, so we'll be uh, all sorts of off-topic and all over. Thank you guys again for listening. We appreciate you, and we'll catch you later.